Welcome to Lessons from the Helpful Dead, where you'll learn the world is not what it seems and you are much more than you think you are. Here you'll learn about positive and reassuring messages from supposedly dead people whose main purpose is to help us. Find out what happens after we die, why we're here, how we got here, where we're going, and discover that you are really a powerful eternal spirit. I'm Dan McEnany. Today we're going to talk about how God is like some fireworks and also like the electric grid and why that matters. We've recently had the 4th of July fireworks displays and uh, strangely enough, at almost the same time, I think on July 4th, we had a local uh, power outage for two hours or so. Uh, because the electric grid transformers had some difficulties. It only affected about uh, 75 homes or so, and it did, as I say, only take them two hours to fix it. At any rate, how is God like fireworks, and how is God like the electric grid? Do you remember those fireworks that shoot up really high, and then there's an explosion, and a dozen or so separate balls of fire uh, uh, come into view. And then there's a slight delay, and then suddenly, boom, each of those balls of fire has another dozen balls of fire (laughs) a little bit beneath them. And then, once again, each of those has another uh, ball of fire. So you see uh, subsequently more and more uh, of these beautiful fireworks. Likewise, when you speak about the electrical grid, we have this big grid in our country, and we have a number of them, a few major ones, and they control, really, all of our electric power in the country. But we very seldom have the whole country going without power. We have parts here, parts there, and in our recent case, we only had about 75 homes that were affected by the fuses and the transformers. Nevertheless, we do know that that electric grid near us that affects those 75 uh, homes, uh, that is connected to a larger and larger and larger uh, grid still until ultimately, as we've seen in some situations, uh, entire cities or entire regions of the country go dark when there is a power outage. In other words, they are all connected. And I've also learned personally that the grid is unnecessarily exposed because certain vandals could, without too much effort, if they knew the right transformers to attack, they could put a lot of us out of uh, power. So how is God like the fireworks and the grid? If you remember, we've recently discussed the God concept and how God is a spirit. God can also be defined as a simultaneous, infinite explosion of all that is. And for a more thorough explanation of God, you go back to the primal dilemma, where God, the spirit form, is a primal energy essence, a primary energy gestalt, so powerful, big, and complex, it's unimaginable. And the dilemma is 
that the primary energy gestalt God knows and is aware of all creation, and yet it is all contained within the God. Then God, with its desire to know and keep expanding and searching, lets loose all of creation. One huge letting loose of all of creation, knowing that each bit of creation must have its free will. In order to continually know itself, the God Spirit must give all of its creations the ability to create. So that's what, <clears throat> that's what we at our soul level and many other creations of God do. We continually create. <clears throat> the God entity knows itself through our creations and the creations of many other entities. And so as we discussed in the past and past episodes, we have not just one planet Earth, but we have Earth and all of the probable Earths that we have created. And we have many, many other trillions, in fact, trillions of other universes, trillions of other realities, where there are different rules of the game, different assumptions, different root assumptions, that is. And so we have universes that have no form at all. We have universes that uh, where <clears throat> emotions primarily rule, and the beings, uh, in fact, r- rely for their creation and their creativity on mixing and creating various types of emotions and various degrees of emotions. And as I've mentioned in the past, we have other universes where everyone's a musical note creating symphonies and where everyone's a, uh, a spark uh, creating great fireworks. But I'm getting ahead of myself because I need to get to the subject of why this matters, why it matters to us right here and now. Here's why. Many religions, and religions are someone's interpretation of reality and why and how we're here. So many religions are focused only on earth. And many religions assume that the ultimate God created earth, and that's it. The predominant religion in the United States has been Christianity. And Christianity, well, it's, uh, it's good, and it makes people aware of the spirit world and uh, helps give values. Uh, It is a religion that comes from the Jewish God that protected the crops, and in battle it helped the Jewish soldiers. That God, Yahweh, evolved into the uh, Judeo-Christian form of a God concept that we have now. We have to remember that Jesus needed to speak to the Jews in terms that they would understand at that time, 2,000 years ago. They would not understand the God concept as the simultaneous infinite explosion of all that is, so he had to talk about God the Father and God the Son, and God the Son being sent down to help them, that sort of thing. Well, that's okay. It's been a good religion and served its purpose for a long time. Uh, So what's the problem? Well, a lot of people today know there are many, many universes beyond the one in which we exist. Uh, Even short of many universes, they know there are trillions of other planets and galaxies. So 
the religion that sees us as the center of everything, where uh, God had to send a son to come down and suffer crucifixion in order to redeem us, it doesn't make a lot of sense to a lot of people, especially when you couple that with a God of reward and punishment, where this he, God, this masculine God, would he condemns certain people to eternal fire and have others enjoy themselves forever in heaven. So the big problem is a lot of people are turning away from that. They just can't accept it. And as a result, they have nothing else to turn to, so they become atheists. Now that's a big problem because Christianity gives you values, a lot of good values. But atheists, they don't really have to have any values. Whereas Christianity sees us as uh, helpless sinners, uh, we have to rely on the Lord Jesus to save us, the atheists say, well, there's really nothing beyond this material world, and their God becomes the state. And we see today in China and Russia that the state takes the place of God. And so you have communism and the state saying, hey, there's no spirit world, it's just us, we're in charge, you have to do what we say. And the leaders, the leaders of, let's say, China and Russia, they don't have any values that we would uh, recognize. We have the Chinese communists pulling out the organs from Falun Gong members uh, simply while they're alive in order to transport those the hearts and lungs to Communist Party members. We have China persecuting the Uyghurs. We have Russia starting the Ukraine war. We have ISIS and the Taliban who, if they have any religion at all, it's a distorted version of Islam where they are free to kill and free to disregard the rights of women and many others. So to repeat, a lot of people, when they reject the traditional notion of the Christian God, they become atheists, and so they become subject to being uh, willing uh, people who accept communism and socialism uh, as their gov- form of government. And we know from experience that form of government leads, leads to loss of freedom and persecution on a large scale. It leads to a loss of good values. Rather than have them become atheists, If they had an understanding of God that's similar to the fireworks and the electric grid, that God is spirit, that there are countless universes, that God is a primary energy gestalt, and if they understood about the primal dilemma and the necessity of free will, if they understood, as in our past episodes we've discussed, we have created an illusion here, the human time-space illusion, in order to train ourselves. The soul that we are sends out us focus personalities here so that we can help the soul that we are experience itself just as God experiences itself through all of its creations. And we have free will to do so. Far better that we understand about these things and that this is really uh, a training school we've set up for ourselves and that we are headed for bigger and better things. Once we understand that we actually create 
what we experience as the quantum physicists would agree with us, right? And that the universe we experience is an idea construction. It's an idea we have constructed about reality. Once we realize that we are one of the most potent consciousness units known in any universe, and that we can, in effect, by actually knowing that we create what we experience, that we can create what amounts to what we typically call heaven. And you have to remember that down here we use our five external senses to perceive reality. And so the reality we perceive is an idea we have constructed and we perceive it with our five senses. After we die in what some people think of as the heaven state, uh, and which Bob Monroe called the belief system territories, At that time, we understand that we can create whatever we wish and have it manifested immediately. Manifested as an illusion, of course, but nevertheless manifested. Remember Bob Monroe, after he transitioned to spirit from this life, spoke to his daughter and explained that mankind really has no limits. And the entity Seth explains the same thing. Once we have reached that stage of development where we realize that, then we have the ability to become a human race that is entirely new and greater than what we experience now. We will understand that we are basically spirits and we will have values, values based on love. And with those values and that ability to create, we'll have the ability to create anything we wish, which is is in a positive way, the kind of, let's say, the the great uh, melodies and the great symphonies that we would experience if we choose to experience ourselves as musical notes. And at that time, we will have the ability to express ourselves if we prefer art to have constantly the creation of masterpieces of art. As mentioned earlier, for those who wish to experience the uh, realities without form and just pure emotion, there will be wonderful, loving creation of great and different emotions. In those realities and universes that we create, we will understand that we are all connected. Evil will not be known. Evil is one of the rude assumptions of the human time-space illusions here. So we will be, in fact, a a race of uh, humanity that is so entirely more advanced than what we have now that it would be entirely different. It will be so much more enjoyable, so much more satisfying, and we will know as spirits that we can continually, without end, constantly create different realities and different universes that we wish to join or create ourselves. As mentioned in my book, We Are All Tourists, we will be sampling different worlds where we bring our own special values, our own special being to add to them. So that's why it's important for us to know that there isn't just this one earth 
God created all this one earth. God's much bigger than that. <laughs> God created many universes. And we need to have values, and we will indeed have them and carry them with us wherever we, quote, go, close quote, uh, once we understand the true nature of God and the fact that there are many, many universes to explore and that the spirit world, through the use of its consciousness, creates matter, not the other way around. So we'll have lots of opportunities for people who currently turn away from religion, they become atheists, they lose their values, create all sorts of havoc on this earth, we'll be able to turn away from that and grow into the uh, human race that we can be, and in fact, where we are, because outside of this place there's, there's no time. So that old song, Love Lift Us Up Where We Belong, that's where we'll be. All right, that concludes today's discussion. And once again, I'm Dan McEnany, bringing you lessons from the helpful dead.